1: I remember one time talking about an octopus in front of my mom and all of her friends and saying something about the testicles of the octopus, thinking I was saying tentacles.
0: Welcome to Manic Rambling Spiral. I'm John R. Bray.
1: And I'm Heather B. Armstrong.
0: And because I think we might have promised this to you in the very first episode today we're actually going to discuss iOS 10 in detail including specifically updates to the emojis
1: updates to the emojis yes they, they look slightly different now a female runner
0: see I don't I don't actually have iOS 10 yet so I'm gonna to have to wing this But I know that they changed the dancing, the two dancing girls with the bunny ears. They get thinner. They get thinner every single update. Yeah. You know, the two, I don't, I don't even know what they are. They look like bunny ears. Oh,
1: those girls. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yes.
0: They just keep getting skinnier. (laughs) They do. It's very strange. I'm not saying that I use that emoji a lot, but.
1: Uh, Yeah. What are you doing looking at that emoji all the time? What's going on? Are you it's sending like that emoji? It's like top five,
0: yeah. You know teamwork, bunny ears.
1: You know it's the best there teamwork was, emoji there is. There was a, there was a period of time, you know, when people were like, take a screenshot of your the most used emoji screen.
0: Oh, like the top top row or something. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, you go you go to your emoji screen, and there's one that's like the most the ones that you use the most. Yeah. And there was a time where it was like, I'm never posting that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But there should be nothing there because you don't use emojis, Heather.
1: Well Right. I was using them like sarcastically and then I use them all the time with Lita. Uh, and so, okay. so now it's basically just one it's a it's the poop
0: is all it is. It's the poop emoji. That's the most used. Mm-hmm. I, didn't even, I haven't actually looked at my most frequent in a while.
1: Yeah, but they, they came out with the female runner. And not only that, the female runner has different skin tones as well. Really? We're making progress.
0: Does Because right now, oh, I guess the interesting. I've never actually looked at the skin tones for the male runner. But mm-hmm. those do exist. Yes. Yeah, it took a long time to get the female runner. We got the taco before we got the female runner. <laughs> and the taco was a long time coming.
1: Oh, man. We got the burrito before we got the female runner.
0: Nobody needed the burrito. I don't even think anyone wanted the burrito. Oh, man. It was like you can't add a tie. There's still no avocado emoji.
1: There's no avocado emoji. Is there even an ice cream emoji?
0: There is. There's a soft serve emoji.
1: Oh, there is a soft serve? Oh, that's right. There's so many that they don't have. But They don't have a bra emoji.
0: (laughs) They don't have a bra (laughs) emoji?
1: Maybe I'm just saying that because I'm in my closet and I'm looking around. (laughs) Like, oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, you know, where's that bra emoji when you need it? <laughs> you need it. Yeah, that would that would probably not be in my most used emoji screen, but who knows?
1: You haven't started dating yet, have you?
0: I have not. That's probably going to be my first communication. Will just be the bra emoji, kind of test the waters to see make how, a how that really goes. Really
1: good impression. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: If I can successfully communicate with nothing but emojis for the first few exchanges I think that says a lot about the person
1: well if you did it very you know is it dexterous is that the word dexterously that could work if you you used it like you know cleverly it would be kind of charming I think the
0: the bra emoji
1: well no if you just communicated in emojis in a very clever way that might be interesting Um, just don't use the fucking smiley face with the brushing cheek, (laughs) the blushing cheeks Ugh. But well, my really... most
0: used is the grinning face. I'm not kidding. Yeah. I just checked it. And then the flamenco <laughs> Dancer. The grinning face and the flamenco Dancer. I use that one a lot.
1: But I'll tell you what, I hate this update on the phone. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. It's
0: supposed to be really bad unless you have the new phone.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> in the new phone, there's all this, um, there's a lot of, Pros and cons and people who've come out in favor and come out against the idea that there's no headphone jack. And for me, I listen to my, I I use my phone in the car all the time. And the only way to listen to my phone in the car is through an auxiliary cable. Yes. And, And so I would have to buy the fucking adapter in order to use my phone in the car.
0: Well, every phone comes with an adapter. You get one adapter for free. Oh, it comes the with the phone? It comes with, I think, it. you get the phone, the adapter, a new set of headphones, and yeah, and then the charging cable. Yeah, because I think they know that there's a lot of people who've already invested in pretty good headphones. So, you know, to offer the phone and then make everyone buy the adapter is kind of lame. I think it's in the box.
1: See, this is we really know nothing about this
0: stuff. That's why we're covering it in great detail. We don't even know what the phone comes with.
1: Okay, so uh. they changed the way you unlock your phone. They changed it, which is super, super, super frustrating.
0: You, so do you have the 7?
1: No, but I okay. updated. I upgraded to the oh, iOS. Oh, on the new, okay. Yeah.
0: Well, how did they change it?
1: You can't swipe anymore to get the unlock screen. You have to click on the button.
0: Oh, that's no good. I don't like clicking the button at all.
1: No, and then the notifications are so ugly. It is terrible. I don't even want to look at my phone. And just, I know <laughs> someone. So we, I did gripe. I had a huge gripe about Instagram stories and just the level of. Consumption going on, you know, people posting photos of, especially when the iPhone came out, um, everybody did an iPhone, a, a, an Instagram story of their unboxing of the new iPhone.
0: I will never understand that.
1: Oh, and it was like story after story after story. I was like, seriously, all of you are documenting the fact that you bought into this new fucking phone. And I don't know. It, yeah, it's like, I don't need a new phone. I don't need a new phone. That's just not, that's not how I operate.
0: Yeah, I I upgrade when my phone no longer works. essentially. (laughs) And I'm at that point. I'm going to get the 7 because I charge my phone twice a day. It doesn't hold a charge at all. It dies every day at about 1 o'clock.
1: When can you get a new phone? Like, are you eligible to get a new one?
0: I am, yeah. I still have the 6, so I've been eligible for a while. And I ordered it and it's, I don't know, I'll have it in three weeks or something. So yeah. I have to deal with it for a little bit longer.
1: I'm just not, uh, I don't know. I, I had some time. Where was I? <laughs> I was actually at the mall where the um, Apple store is. And I had a few moments and I walked in and I browsed and I looked at the new phones. And I actually looked at the new MacBooks. Um,
0: What's that the one not
1: They don't have, yeah, they just have the one port, and you have to buy all new equipment, like new SD cards and new USB things to go with it. And I don't know. I mean, for I used to be in a relationship where the person that I was with was on top of all of this stuff, and I just don't know anymore. (laughs) And like, I'm perfectly satisfied with the way, like, I have, I think the iPad that like the second iPad. Okay. Um it's got to be it's got to be a good 4 years old. Right?
0: Which is incredibly old for an Apple product.
1: Yeah, and I have no need to improve it. I have no need to improve my phone. I have no need to improve my laptop and it's a it's a very different way of living now because the relationship that I was in we were constantly upgrading whenever they would come out with a new update. And I don't live like that anymore.
0: Well, and I think there's very few people, there are people, I know that there are people, but there's very few people who need to, I mean, people want to, and that's why they do it. I used to follow Apple product rumors, like religiously. I had a friend who did, and we would watch the Apple events and we would text back and forth and it was great. And one like, during the same week we were, we were together and we both kind of looked at each other, it was during when a phone was coming out we were like, we, why do we even care about this shit? <laughs> and why? What does it even add to our lives? We don't need every new device that comes out. And so I haven't really paid attention for a while. I mean, the only reason I'm getting it is because I need a phone of some kind that actually lasts me a whole day.
1: Yeah, you know, I had to upgrade my desktop computer last year just about a year ago actually almost exactly a year ago and because the one that I had been using was about probably nine years old and so I upgraded to an iMac um, which these days is like the best desktop computer you can get it's amazing it's unbelievable And um, I gave my old computer, which was still a really good computer, (laughs) I set it up in um, a prominent, like, place in the living room for the kids who didn't even look at it. They didn't even look at it. They were just like, eh, like, what do I need a computer for? I have, like, an iPod and an iPad. I have a phone. Like, why do I need a computer and it sat there for a very long time, and I, thought, I actually gave it to Ryan.
0: <laughs> Did you really? Yes. It might as well be put to use. I mean, it,
1: I know. I was like, Ryan, do you want this? Because it's sitting in my living room doing nothing, and my kids, my kids literally didn't even touch it. And I was like, that's how, like, we are totally fine with the technology that we have, and I, 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 I look at it differently now that. We aren't upgrading constantly. And I'm looking around going, we, we're we fine. We, everything's, everything's okay.
0: <laughs> right. You, you don't With have the newest boat. tech, but it's, a, it's all right. Mm-hmm. My sister was just visiting and they have the original iPad, like the very first one.
1: Oh, I still have, Marlo uses that.
0: Yeah. And I, I made a comment because I picked it up and I thought, my first thought was, what the hell is this? Because I haven't seen one in so long. And she it's, said, Oh, it's the, it's the original iPad. I said, You haven't like upgraded? Yeah. But she said, Why would I need to upgrade? It still does everything I need.
1: I'm like, mm-hmm. oh,
0: good, good point. I, yeah, there's no reason to then. Yeah, it is a brick. It's like twice as thick as the current version. And, but it's serving its purpose. We're yeah. being green consumers, or we're telling <laughs> ourselves that we are.
1: You know, this, I had been thinking about this quite a bit lately. This is interesting that this comes up. Um, I used to, God, my life is so different now than it was even five years ago. My life is so different and I used to buy, um, like Domino mag, like, like home improvement magazines or home decor magazines.
0: Like dwell and
1: dwell and house beautiful and Domino and back when there was, and there was a few that have, that completely went went bust um metropolitan home um house and garden but i used to wake up on saturdays and spend hours browsing through those magazines and you know and then i would go and then then i would like buy pillows or make plans to buy certain like pieces of furniture for my house or like i used to sit and plan stuff for my house
0: (laughs) well and was I mean, part of that was personal, but part of that was probably website-driven too, right? I mean, I feel yeah, like I remember seeing some of that on there.
1: Yeah, it was absolutely – the core of it was driven by, like, this is stuff that I'm going to write about. And um, and I haven't bought a pillow. I mean – You really I don't need pillows that often. Yeah. I, I, I mean, haven't bought – like, I had a, a, I had a $25 gift card to West Elm for my birthday and i went in and i didn't know what i didn't i bought like a couple of little bowls
0: <laughs> you bought a couple little bowls like
1: yeah just, it's just like funzy
0: bowls or what
1: um like bowls that you can put like keys in or decorative oh, yeah. bowls decorative okay. decorative things
0: decorative bowls
1: yeah i look at my life now and it's it hasn't been like a conscious effort or decision on my part but my consumption has gone so down. Like, it's probably at a, operating at about a 5 to 10% level of what it used to be in terms of bringing, buying things, consuming things. It's a totally different, it's, I'm, I, like, I'm living a different life.
0: But everyone needs decorative bowls. I mean, <laughs> you a I'm, good set you of decorative do. bowls.
1: You do. Where are you going to put your keys? In a decorative bowl. That's right. On your countertop.
0: I got a $25 gift card to a liquor store for my birthday, so...
1: Did you really? I don't
0: know what that actually says. I could probably use bowls more than I could use liquor, but I didn't complain.
1: You can't get those in Utah because it's a state. Of, I don't think that they offer that. You just have to give somebody cash and go, go get some go get some bourbon.
0: Well, and I think most liquor stores probably don't. This is like a big... It's called Binny's. It's like a big Chicagoland wine and liquor store chain. Interesting. It's worth a visit. They did not sponsor this episode, but it's pretty excellent, I'm just going to say.
1: Yeah, what do you, what do you, like, I look at, for me now, my money is spent on food. I enjoy food. And I spend money on experiences.
0: That has been a big transition for me. Is probably from things to experiences. I mean, I still buy things, but it's more on a on a need base. Like mm-hmm. I really want this thing, but I don't actually need it. Like I'll be fine without it, and then I don't get it. But experiences you can't you can't replace. And I don't. They don't even need to be like traveling around the world, but just going out and doing something. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just going out to eat. I don't know. This past weekend was National Alpaca Farm Days. So we drove around the countryside and looked for alpaca farms.
1: What? Wait, It was honestly like one of National the greatest things ever. Alpaca Farm Days.
0: Yeah. So there's alpaca farms, right? But they're not as well-known. And these alpaca farmers really want people to know that alpacas are cool. So wait. there's National Alpaca Farm Days. And it's like a Saturday and Sunday in September. And alpaca farms all over the country let you come and see their alpacas. We got to we got to walk an alpaca. We got to pet the alpaca. We got to feed them.
1: You got to walk it?
0: Oh, yeah, like, like on, a on a leash around a little track. On a leash? On a leash. Oh, yeah.
1: Okay, how big was that thing?
0: I mean, its head was, I don't know if it was, I mean, I'm six foot, so the top of its head might have been that high, but I think it was probably closer to five feet. But they've got a long neck, so, I mean, they're not really huge.
1: Was it scary? No, they were
0: awesome. Well, okay. Really? So they were awesome, except we at one of the farms we went to, this lady who was very cheery and loved alpacas and loved talking to us about alpacas just casually said, they're really not that dangerous. She said, they'll kick you, but they can't really do that much. They'll spit at you, <laughs> but that doesn't do much. Sometimes when they fight each other, they try to bite off each other's testicles. Oh. Like just, she just, she just, just kind that of in. fed that in and then just kept going. And then elaborated later on the fact that in the back of their mouth, I don't understand how that makes sense in terms of evolution. But in the back of their mouth, they have like these claw-like fish hook teeth that are used for the testicle ripping. Because if, if one of the alpacas doesn't have testicles, then the alpacas that do are more dominant. Because men do define themselves on their testicles. It's okay, so just you did, all species.
1: You you really you really went all in for this National Alpaca Farm Days experience. Experiences
0: over things. We were all about it.
1: You will and you will forever have that memory. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I well, I will never forget that they bite off each other's testicles like that. Like, forever will be with me.
1: Fuck, uh, fuck a phone that doesn't have a fucking headphone jack. I got to hang out with an alpaca who who has ripped testicles off other alpacas. That's
0: right. That's right. And I fed him with the same mouth that did the testicle ripping, probably. (laughs) So, you know. So it was a good weekend. Those are the kind of memories that we make with our children. Yeah. I mean, she said that and and Lexton just stared at me. I'm like, oh, well, that's an interesting fact. Thanks. I thought they were cute.
1: Oh, my God. This is my my brain is I told you I wasn't functioning today. What is what what is the other word for alpaca?
0: Is there another word? Is it like emu?
1: Isn't it emu? I what don't is know. the other? What is the other word? What are they?
0: I'm going to. I mean, they're kind of like a little fuzzy camel.
1: Yeah, but but they have another word, right? What's the word? <laughs> what is the um, word?
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna Google it and see because if Google can.
1: I have distinct memories of seeing, like, videos of these animals being aggressive.
0: Well, like according to Wikipedia, it doesn't have an extra name. It's just part of, like, the camel, the camilde family. I, I suck at biology, but it's part of some family that kind of sounds like camel.
1: Is there another word for emu?
0: That's a good question. It's it a resembles word. a small llama in appearance. A llama. That's, That's the what word you're I'm thinking. going for. Ugh. Okay. Llama. So they're not the same, but similar. Okay. Oh, yeah. I just looked up llamas. They're, they're, they look a little bigger, a little more fluffy, yeah. and a little less cute.
1: Alpacas yeah, kind of
0: have this extra amount of hair on their head that kind of just flops all over the place. Okay. You could even buy them. You could buy alpacas. Two for 500 at one farm.
1: Where would you keep it?
0: I don't know. I mean, I have a yard, but I don't think it's like alpaca friendly.
1: No. Although I
0: also learned that alpacas only poop in the same place. (laughs) Like some of these animals, (laughs) they poop everywhere. But alpaca, they find a spot and they all poop there.
1: You know, these are very interesting creatures. They really are. um, You know, dogs don't bite other dogs' testicles off, at least not... That's not something that you're going to read on a dog's Wikipedia page.
0: It's not like a regular event. Yeah.
1: No. And they don't have special teeth. Like alpacas are making dogs look kind of boring.
0: Seriously. What kind of animal has special testicle teeth?
1: Special testicle teeth.
0: Yeah. In the back of the mouth. Okay. So so you got to get them like back in there to get them You got to
1: have an alpaca emoji now because this is an important animal.
0: Well, there is a camel emoji. So we're getting there.
1: Is there a camp? See, I just don't use emojis enough to know what's there.
0: You have to know the important emojis. I don't. The camel is probably not one of them, but it could be. Yeah. But it is definitely experiences over things. Experiences, for real, for yeah. real, for real. I actually just recently my and you know this, but my uncle passed away of cancer. I'm so after. Sorry. I don't know, four years of battling cancer like a champ. Um, He passed away two years ago. My aunt, his wife, passed away of cancer after battling it for a similar amount of time. Um, And knowing how he lived, well, how he lived most of his life, but especially the years that he had cancer because he was diagnosed with stage four colon cancer because it had already spread to his liver. So it was like kind of a terminal diagnosis right up front. And he knew, and looking at how they chose to spend the last couple years they had together and then how he chose to spend his last couple years on his own, it had nothing to do with things. I mean, at all. Nothing. You could have said all he's allowed to use is a rotary phone, and he wouldn't have cared. Because he was traveling to see his kids and see his grandkids and going out to coffee with the people that he cared about. And it's, I think, when you really strip away all of the things that you're told matter you realize what really does so to see someone in that position it's sort of Mm eye-opening and sad but you know eye-opening at the same time
1: yeah so he was he you saw him cherishing his experiences you actually witnessed that
0: yeah i saw him cherishing the experiences it's all he would talk about are the experiences he never talked about a new shirt or the next piece of technology or a new car or anything it was just what he was doing with other people
1: nice nice
0: but there's got to be a way to get to that point without, you know, being faced with death. Yeah. But culturally it's such a – we live in a in a culture where you're told that your wants are your needs, I think.
1: Yeah, and it's perpetuated by all of this imagery in social media and Instagram stories. Um. <laughs> you know, I, I was thinking about this earlier today, how I, you know, I was – sort of pigeonholed and as, as the mommy blogger and the industry as it is now I'm sort of no longer a part of that community I think um you know I don't have any I don't have toddlers anymore I don't have yeah I, <laughs> I get emails still from people who want me to review breast pumps um, it's like hello yeah that
0: would be super useful now
1: um but yelling yeah, like, and in and diaper genies and, and whatnot, and it's like I've moved so far beyond that stage of motherhood. But I would say this, is that the experience that I have been through with divorcing and coming into taking being full-time single parent, I am by far much, much, much more involved with my children and much more, I think... Uh, Not that I wasn't a mother before, but the relationship that I have with my kids now is so much more involved and deep and entrenched than it ever was when I was writing about it. And it's so strange now that I made a living being the mommy blogger and now that I'm not doing that anymore, I'm so much more, I identify so much more as a mother.
0: That is interesting.
1: And uh, talking about experiences, um, like I, both kids now are in piano um, and they take, they have a piano lesson every week and then they have to practice for a specific amount of time during the day. And it's not cheap. It's a, it is, you know, it's expensive um, because the teacher is really good and she requires a lot of them and they have to play in front of judges twice a year. And um, and this is the skill that I am encouraging because their father was classically trained and I come from a very musical family and Lita has shown a natural um, inclination toward it. And um, so Marlowe started a few weeks ago. <clears throat> and... <laughs> I can't just say hey go practice. I have to sit there with her on the piano bench and do it every single note with her. So every day. What will
0: she do if you're not there? Like, does she just sit? She doesn't and... know what to do. Like it ah, is Okay.
1: It's a <laughs> it's an experience, like especially when she gets the new lesson, but the lessons are on Thursday. So on Friday when we sit down and we open the book, like it's not pleasant. She is very frustrated. She has it's like climbing a mountain and um you know, are we there yet? And my feet hurt and because it's new notes, it's new concepts. So I have to walk her through it and it really is very, very difficult those first few days. But I sit with her on that piano bench every day for thirty to forty five minutes and I'm so involved, like as a mom that experience with my kid. So not only am I paying for her to see this teacher, but I'm also investing all of this time in her. And as hard as it is, um, and as difficult sometimes as it is to carve out the time in the day, I'm going to look back. And I already do look back at the past few weeks having done this, like, God, I love it. (laughs) Like, it's so worth the money that I'm spending and it's so worth my time so worth it
0: right to give her that full attention mm-hmm. yeah i used to i mean e- even even before hex and i separated i would do homework with lexton primarily but working from home i would sort of work at the table on my email and help him with his homework at the same time or at least be there when he had a question. But it was always, you know, when he'd have a question, I'd be in the middle of typing an email, so he'd have to wait or, and I I realized that it was, you know, he was kind of on the side. It was like he was, he was an interruption and I started to think that that's probably how he felt. So even though it is hard to carve out the time, I just, I put my phone away, I closed my laptop, I put my laptop away, and then I, I will just sit at the table and sip a glass of water and wait until he has questions for 20 minutes or 40 minutes. And that way he feels like, you know, we're there together. And there's some days where he has very few questions There's other days where if I wasn't there, he wouldn't be able to do it,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you know, but it's that, it's that connection. I mean, it's different than piano. It's, it's, you know, school you, you have to do and piano is like an extra, an extra thing. But I think being able to sit down and just be present is huge.
1: Yeah, it is huge. And I, it's also, <clears throat> I mean, I use this word so much. It's its privileged, you know, like we, the, the fact that we have the time to give them is um, something that I know not not every parent has. Um, Not every parent can, I mean, <clears throat> I look at, you know, kids who, like myself, when I, you know, walked home from school and was... At home by myself until my mom got home from work at 6 30 7 o'clock at night and I did all that stuff by myself and I look at other parents who are working as who have to work nights or who have to work and can't spare that time and so I'm very I feel very lucky to be able to foster this with them
0: oh absolutely yeah
1: and it does, I think looking at it, especially realizing just how lucky I am, sort of forces me out of, well, you know, it's been a long day and I would re- really just like to go sit on the couch and, you know, scroll through Twitter and it's like, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. I have the opportunity to go spend 30 minutes with my kid and form this relationship and bond and memory with her. And not everybody has that opportunity. And yeah. I, re- it, it sort of forces me into the realization, like, be present, Heather. Heather, be present.
0: And there's going to come a point where they don't want you to sit there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it re- really, not even that, you know, the relationship sours, but just they're getting older and they have their own life and, you know, the, the independence is there.
1: Yeah. So Lita very quickly got to a point in piano where she surpassed any sort of skill level that I had and I did not know how to help her and I contacted the teacher and the teacher said you know here's what you do is you split up the list so Lita has to practice for 50 minutes a day so it's 25 minutes on and then she takes a break and then another 25 minutes and she's like what she should do is just she knows what she's supposed to do just be in the room with her and that will give her the confidence that she needs in order to get through the practice. And so what I would do is I would sit in, in the couch next to the piano where I'd walk around a little bit. And now she doesn't want me in the room.
0: <laughs> why so not? So it's like Did she does she say why?
1: Um, it's distracting. Um, she she knows what she's doing. It's kind of it's almost like I don't need you here. <laughs> like <laughs> like mom, like I'm my, my point is is that I don't need you here, like I'm good enough. And, which is uh,
0: good but yeah sad
1: it's like oh my little bird is now a very big bird
0: <laughs> and i serve no purpose
1: i serve no purpose
0: <laughs> for you to recognize that you i i hate this word we've actually talked about maybe not on an episode but together we've talked about how much we hate this word but you went from making it seem like you were living an authentic life as a mom to actually experiencing what that is. Well, and the the
1: thing is, is that I thought I was living an authentic experience. Right. I mean, I'll go, like, I I look at what my life is now and, and look at what my life was and think, (laughs) God, I don't even know, man, I just want to, I just want to hit her, (laughs) me, her being me. I just kind of want to smack her is what I want to do. And, Honestly, the past few years of my life have been a smack in the face, it has been like, you know what, you're going to fucking wake up, wake up and realize what is important and what's not. And um, I thought it was an authentic life. I thought it was. And maybe it was to to that stage of my life, but it, my life is so different now. <laughs> That's all I can say. It's just so markedly st- so so different
0: in a lot of really good ways
1: in a lot of really really good ways yeah ready to pop the question the jewelers at blue have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds and they're ready to ship to your door They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zeppound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I look back at the time we, we moved into this ridiculous house because at the time it made sense for what the business was doing. And the problem was that my My personal life was so inextricably um, mixed up with the business that I couldn't separate it. And for business-wise, it made sense to move into this ridiculously stupid house. This is the house with the
0: crazy bathtub.
1: Yeah. And I have no good memories of that house. None. Like I think to that house and I get a cold, dark feeling that comes over me. And like, I don't want to think about it at all. And it's not just because it was the house where, the house was the beginning of the end of my marriage, for sure. And it's not just that though. It's like, there's something about what the house represented in terms of how out of touch I had become with what my personal life needed to be and wasn't. God, why am I getting into this? Sorry.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, I think it's important though. I think you're, you're touching on some interesting stuff because I think most people, you know, in, in hindsight, maybe things weren't good, right? Or the life that you had back then wasn't as amazing as it seemed. But most people go through life, I think, doing the absolute best that they can in that moment or in that day or in that year. And you don't think, wow, it sucks a lot right now but I'm trying and it's going to get better. You think that you're doing the best that you can. Like you said, you thought you were living the quote unquote authentic life. It's not that you knew you were faking it and were miserable consciously, at least we're always yeah. trying to do the best thing.
1: Well, I, I it hadn't really been, I mean, I, I don't want to say that I was the first person, but there really wasn't an example or any sort of cautionary tale for me to follow. I was the cautionary tale. Like there wasn't any sort of path that I could say, okay, well, I need to set this boundary because by not setting this boundary, I am the mixing up my personal life with my business like this is going to be devastating. And so I see, I think I may have talked about this before, but I see women and families online who... Have amassed followings either, you know, through their website or through Instagram or whatever social platform. And what they and I see them making the conversion of going, okay, well, I am going to leave my day job, and my husband's going to leave his day job, and we're going to make this our income. And I see it happening, and I kind of I, I wish that I had this like handbook to give to them. Like, here is some things you want to think about before you do that, and here is some really tough decisions you need to make and think about in terms of your mental health and your emotional stability and the stability of your family and your privacy and just major major things that you need to think about when you start living when your life becomes your business and it's public
0: well when your life becomes your business and your business becomes your life Mm -hmm. which i think and i think it's the public piece that's like that added piece of complexity i mean there's there are Married couples that are small business owners um, or, or maybe, you know, one of the two is a small business owner and the other one works. So you still have this. I think it's hard. I mean, even even for me as a as a freelancer, it's kind of hard to create a. Work life divide. But the fact that your work. Is your life for the world to see is different.
1: My my life was for the world to consume. Yes. And it was devast it was it had devastating effects it did very devastating effects
0: well I mean I think you're you can't offer yourself up for consumption without losing something
1: mm-hmm
0: and that apl- i mean that really applies to absolutely anything i mean even parenting you're essentially offering yourself up for consumption because your children will completely annihilate you, <laughs> so you will lose something, but in that case, what you gain back um or what changes or what replaces what you've lost is worth it. But I think in some cases, you know, and maybe this was the case for you and your your business and your website, you know, that consumption took part of you, but if nothing was replacing it or nothing good was replacing it, then then you just left empty. Mhm. This is all part of iOS 10, by the way, everyone. <laughs> so beware when you download that. It is life altering.
1: It is the Sad face emoji. No, no, it's not that. Because, I mean, yeah, what you what you've been through in the last year and a half and what I've been through since 2011, you know, it's I don't think anybody would recommend like, you know what you need? You need the dissolution of a long term relationship. That's what you need.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. No, no. I mean, there's some good that's come of it, but I don't know. I would not wish that on anybody
1: no and i have a few friends who are on the brink of of having of, of going through this i have several friends actually and there's really not much for me to say other than whenever you need to talk just let me know cuz i don't want to i don't want to say ho oh, dude <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh man whenever you need to talk, let me know. And, uh, I'll do the best that I can. If Juggling the, you know, being super, super sick and piano and, and going to the ENT. Marlo's got to get her tonsils out, by the way. Um, that'll be fun. But, but yeah, the, I think what I would, I would never change what has happened in the last five years because I have, I think I'm, 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 far more awake now than I've ever been in terms of what is important and what my personal life needs to be and what needs to be mine.
0: The control,
1: the boundaries.
0: No, I feel the same way. Honestly, I've, it's weird to think about it because I don't, I like, I wish it hadn't happened. I mean, no one wants to be in a relationship and have it end. Even if it was for the better, you could have like just not ha- I mean, a lot of different ways for it to go but I think the changes that I've seen, I would never want to give up.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I mean, I've had longtime friends even make a comment and say, you know, this is a side of you I've never seen. This is really good. And for a while, I couldn't really grasp it because I was just, it was me. But, you know, when you enter a long-term relationship at 21 and stay in that relationship for 10 years, you do kind of, I think, forget who you are. And I think that applies really with any relationship. But as a 21-year-old guy, you're not an adult at all. I think you lose that. You lose some of that identity. And I think the last 18 months have kind of shown me what I lost, I guess. Mm -hmm. And not even all the way. I don't think I'm all the way there. But I think it's been an eye-opener for sure.
1: For me, I mean, I see a lot of people celebrating like their 10th and their 15th and their 20th wedding anniversary and I think that's amazing for me it got I got to a point in my marriage where it was like well this is just what marriage is this is just how marriage is because we went through a lot of therapy like I we did a lot I did a lot he did a lot to try to figure out how to make it work and I reached a certain point where I was like you know what this is just what marriage is this is just how it is period and
0: As in, like, this sucks and that's just, you yeah. just got to roll with it? Yeah. That's a super depressing reality. Right. Like, really? Mm-hmm. Wow.
1: And so to, so to be able to come out of that go, you know what, it doesn't have to be like that. It does not have to be like that. And I don't have to live my life like that. That was a a realization as as devastating as it has been for, you know, what has happened since. But that realization was one of the most freeing realizations I've ever had in my life.
0: Freeing and and frightening.
1: Frightening. (laughs) Well, you, you finding your, you realizing, wait a minute, I lost so much of myself in the last 10 years. And there's so much that I have to get back. And there's so much more I have to express.
0: Do you think, I guess, you know, you went through it and then you... We knew each other the whole time that I was going through it. Did watching it happen to me like help you process some of what happened on your side? I mean, obviously, our situations were very, very different in some ways, but do you think that having that distance kind of helped add some clarity?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, I don't, I had not processed a lot of the pain in the year after the separation because I was. So, so overwhelmed with the house. I had to carry the house for another 18 months. God, that was awful.
0: The house you don't like.
1: Yeah, I had to carry that for 18 months by myself, and it was, oh man, it was a lot of work, and I was, and not that I purposefully used that to, to not experience the pain, but the management of that house, plus the management of my business, plus the management of the people that I employed, I didn't really process a lot of the pain that I was going through, or a lot of the what I needed to realize about the relationship and the end of it and what that meant for me. And so um, watching you go through it not only helped me process what I had experienced, but it also helped me look at it from his perspective as well. Interesting. Um, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Because, I mean, you I was the one who wanted out of my marriage, and Heather was the one who perpetrated what she did in right. your relationship. And so, um, again, you, there were times when you would say, I want to say this to her, and I was like, oh, yeah. In fact, my John, I was like, you probably don't want to do that because my John has said stuff like that to me and it wasn't good, you know, but he did it out of a place of hurt and pain that you helped me understand.
0: I think sometimes all this stuff happens. I didn't want to say it's because it's happening quickly, but I think you get so latched on to certain emotional aspects you're not able to fully process it. Like you're not able to logically process it because you're too emotionally attached to what's happening. Yeah. My uncle who passed away, we had a really excellent relationship. I actually lived with my aunt and uncle when I moved to Illinois for three or four months. Um, And they had, they have three boys who were all younger than me by, I don't know, two to four years or something. And so we were really, really, really close. And we stayed close after their diagnosis and, and everything. And, he passed and it was it was for the better i mean he was miserable at the end it hit me harder than i thought it would and it wasn't until a few days after the funeral that i realized why and it was because i've had a lot of support over the last 18 months with everything that has happened um but primarily that support has been in the way of you know you're doing a great job putting putting lexton first you've got to put him first he's got to come first you're doing an awesome job but My uncle was one of the few people who was a huge advocate of self-care. I mean, every time we would get together, he would ask me what I was doing for me. And his argument was, if you're not taking care of yourself, if you're not doing something for yourself, you're not going to be able to be there for Lexton. And that was a very different voice. So then to lose, I guess, to lose that advocate has kind of forced me to take a step back and almost focus on it even more. You know, when you have someone telling you something, you don't have to put as much emphasis on it because you've got this reminder. Right. But without that, or without as much of it, I do have, you know, a few other advocates. My, my dad is pretty good at that. You've been pretty good at that. But when you realize that you, that you're losing some of the volume from the quieter voice, it's, I don't know, it's kind of an interesting, it's a hard loss.
1: You have to step in and remind yourself in that. And when you're not used to doing that, it can get lost.
0: Exactly. And when you have to remind yourself when everyone else is reminding you of something else, then it's hard. Yeah. You know, it was nice to get together with him and hear, you know, what are you doing for you? You need to take care of yourself. And that's not there anymore. And I don't, I don't mean to make this sound like a selfish loss. I mean, we had an amazing relationship and he was a great man, but that was, that was always unique. And he took that stance immediately i mean right after right as everything was falling apart that's that was the approach that he took he said i know what you're trying to do and it's great but you've got to put yourself first here in some situations
1: god he sounds like one of the most amazing people
0: he was great he and he was funny and positive and witty like all the way up until the end i mean just a just a truly exemplary human being and he when he was first diagnosed he had because it, it was colon cancer and he had to have part of his colon removed in a surgery and i went you know you'd be surprised there's not actually a lot of like post colon surgery cards out there it's not a huge market <laughs> so i made one for him and on the front it had it had the punctuation mark the colon and then on the inside it had the semicolon because he had part of it removed, so he only had part of his colon left.
1: Oh, my God. You were such a writer nerd.
0: It, w- I, it was awesome. And I think it had the semicolon, and then it said below it, but you made it. And he <laughs> still, he, he kept that card. That was the only card he kept, and he kept it on his mantle. Oh, wow. Because it was totally a nerdy, and he, he did the same. Like, he laughed and would roll his eyes every time he would talk about it because he's like, this is, this is the most ridiculous thing ever, but it's perfect. And he still found humor. You know, even facing that, you know, terrible diagnosis, there was still humor.
1: Yeah. There's so much to learn from that.
0: There's so much to learn from that. And again, it was the experience. That's what it all was for him. And his mission to encourage everyone else to focus on that as well, I think.
1: It's not about the phone without the headphone jack.
0: (laughs) It's not. No. That is an inconvenience. But in the big picture... It's not. I don't actually know how we got to where we are with this <laughs> particular discussion. And it doesn't even really feel like a spiral. It feels like we kind of naturally got here, and I don't know why that is. I'm going to blame the alpacas, though. The, the
1: alpacas. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Testicles. <clears> oh, <throat> my God. The only the testicles. I remember one time. <laughs> What? I remember one time talking about an octopus in front of my mom and all of her friends and saying something about the testicles of the op- octopus, oh. thinking I was saying tentacles.
0: Oh, yeah, there you go. And
1: I didn't know what I was saying and they were all laughing at me. and I was so embarrassed. Like I'm still scarred from that.
0: How old were you?
1: I think maybe eight, nine.
0: And no one did no one correct you? no they just I mean, let you keep talking about the testicles what, they didn't want to
1: tell me what testicles were
0: oh that's great
1: <sighs> that's a, that right there was a spiral tangent <laughs> like
0: well,
1: that's a story. that's a great
0: story like that's a story you never forget
1: <laughs> it was devastating i it was so embarrassed i didn't even know why i was embarrassed but they all just started laughing at me and i was like what did i say i said something wrong
0: well, you were Testicles. probably, like, so confident in the information you were giving. And then when they start laughing, you start to doubt, like, everything.
1: hmm Which is, I'm really sensitive now when people, like, Marla will say something unintentionally funny. And somebody will start to laugh at her. And I'm like, uh-uh, uh, zip, zip, zip it. Because she's, she's just as sensitive as I was as a kid. And I'm very protective of her that way.
0: Got to watch out for the kids.
1: I do watch out for the kids. Have to. Mm-hmm.
0: Evil people out there, and it's two thousand and sixteen <laughs> and this year, I mean it's been better than two thousand and fifteen for me, but I think two thousand and sixteen is kind of just a shit year anyway
1: two thousand sixteen has not has not been friendly
0: in like has any not, way possible
1: no, it's not been fun and uh I didn't want to change the subject from your uncle, but your uncle has i have a lot to learn. I mean, I'm still as, as, as awake as I say that I am, there's, a, there's still a lot that I want to improve upon. Um, and part of that is like that being, it's it's a lot harder for me now than it was at, in, in that life that I was living the quote unquote authentic mommy blog life. There was a lot more levity there because there wasn't the pressure of, um, of my kids and the, the full-timeness of my kids. Um, I'm trying to find a balance in that of laughing more and being a lot more positive and light and less, less. okay, you guys, we got it. <laughs> if you don't step up now, the whole world's going to fall apart. <laughs> <laughs> it's, let's go. It's like, just take a, take a deep breath. La- enjoy this moment. You know, it's going to be fine. Like... I'm learning, I want to get better at that. And hearing about your uncle is like, I can get better at that. There's so many ways. It's not that hard. It's not that hard.
0: No, I think it it just becomes, and I think you always get better at it. I don't think you'll ever reach a point and you say, I'm good. This is exactly where I need to be. Not that you always need to be like searching or thinking that you're inadequate, but I think it's always this growing process.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think it should be, but it's such a, you have to be so mindful of it. And maybe that's the difference is maybe that when you're trying to do it, you have to be so mindful. And then eventually it gets to a point where you might still be working on it. You might still be striving for something else or need to focus on something else, but it, it's not, it's not top of mind anymore. It's just more natural.
1: Yeah. It comes as a second nature. Yeah. Yeah. And That is our mana Rambling Spiral, episode 28.
0: <laughs> We're on quite a quest here, apparently, after that episode. <laughs> that went a little deeper than I planned.
1: Yeah, so did I. We, we completely, like, dissected my time as a mommy blogger.
0: It only took, like, 40 minutes. Yeah. What kind of of authentic life was that if it only took 40 minutes, Heather?
1: Oh, but get this, Jesus. so t- today at school, I was dropping Marlo off, and a woman walked up to me, and she's like, hey, and I was like, hey, she's like, I have been reading you since before she was born, and I just had- saw you in the hallway, and I had to come say hi, and it, like, jolted me, and I was like, she's been reading me, like, for a second, I had to, like, remember, I was like, oh, that's right. I used, I used to blog to- about this. I used-, I used to blog every day. <laughs> oh, Yeah. I'm like oh hi nice to meet you,
0: and she liked you. Look,
1: Which, yeah, she did.
0: I think most people did. There's the few, you know. But <laughs> that's crazy.
1: Yeah, it was good.
0: But you haven't you haven't fully retired.
1: I haven't fully retired.
0: You're you're still a mommy blogger in some ways.
1: I still I I really 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 need to start writing again. I think that is the key to me being whole but I've got to figure out how to fit that into my schedule and that is to come. So no, I haven't stopped. And in fact, I want to do a little bit more. So
0: it's probably at a point for you now where it's almost, you know, I think I mentioned way early on that people kept saying to me that I should journal through this process, but that really lost its therapeutic value for me because that's what I do all the time. mm -hmm. But I bet for you, now that you've stepped away from it so much that it would kind of have some of that therapeutic value again. Yeah. Just make some time. A couple hours here and there.
1: Yeah, just a couple hours here and there.
0: Carve them out. So I guess, you know, if you're listening and you've upgraded to iOS 10, for example, and you have some thoughts or, you know, you're like us and you've realized that that shit doesn't matter quite as much as maybe you once thought it did. Or maybe you think it still does.
1: What do you spend your money on?
0: Yeah. Let us know. Anything. Even like a crazy fetish. That's fine. We're all ears and eyes.
1: <laughs> alpalkas. Yes. You may like alpalkas.
0: Who knows? Someone I want. here does. two for five hundred. Come on. That was a deal. But you can always email us at stories at manicramblings.com. Or you can find us on social media on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at manic
1: ramblings. We'd love to hear from you, and if you'd like to leave us a uh, rate us or review us on iTunes, that would be amazing as well. And again, I haven't read those, and never will.
0: <laughs> but it would be amazing.
1: But it would be amazing.
0: Well, I do read them from time to time, so that would be that would be. I excellent.
1: don't wait. I don't wade into that for my, the health of my, my sanity.
0: Which makes sense. I do think, though, that we are now more caught up on emails too. So if you emailed us like a long time ago and didn't hear and had totally written us off, give us another shot. I think we're relatively caught up. So
1: Yes, I got to some Facebook messages today. So
0: Oh, excellent. Mm-hmm. So we're still here and alive and reading.
1: Yes, and um, until next time, take a screenshot of your most recent used emojis and send them or bask in them and add more eggplants.
0: Lots, all the eggplants, yeah.
1: And tacos. Many thanks to Tan Lines for the soundtrack, to Lisa Congdon for the cover art, and to Ryan Coomer for his expertise with the editing stuff. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over
0: time.